0: Okay, uh, this is the first uh, podcast for In Between. Uh, I am Brandon Marcus, the writer and director of the series. To my left is Daniel Scott Marcus, the producer and one of the stars. And to his left and my double left is Joseph Carter, who's our director of photography and also a producer and just a consultant all the way through. So introduce yourself. Hey, it's Dan. Uh, I'm Joseph. Um, pretty much what we want to do here is this is our first go at this, so we're not really sure what we're doing exactly, but we kind of just want to talk about the series, um, and specifically the first episode, because that's the only one that the outside world has seen, and maybe hint at what's coming next, and then maybe just ramble on about um, whatever we like. Yeah, whatever
1: we want to talk about, because this is our podcast, and we can talk about whatever we want.
0: So, the first episode was filmed in March. Yeah. Um, March. Before April. Yeah, definitely, be the last month that we. I think ahead. it was March, the about the twentieth that we filmed. We actually filmed it. Well, yeah,
2: we we actually did like we a, a, a first shoot, but uh, it turned out really dark, so we the, had to like. Didn't work out. The Scheduling, first shoot was yeah.
0: filmed the day that the movie Three Hundred came out. We only used some of that footage and what you finally saw, some of the outside stuff in the hallways, and then the second one was filmed a week later, and it all came together. Let's so. say
1: though that the first part we filmed, when you see me doing some hardcore working out, looking was, buff. That was from the day 300 came out. And
0: also, if you watch that very first scene where Daniel's doing um, pull-ups, his shirt color changes. You can't really tell because it's blurred and no one's noticed it yet, but um, that's a little insight that um, there's a faraway shot from um, kind of a down angle of him doing pull-ups. That's a, that's a different color shirt than the white shirt he wears throughout the rest of the yeah. episode. And it was,
1: I was much more irritable that day because I hadn't eaten all day because mm-hmm. I wanted to look much better, and then i gotten fat. Daniel's a
0: method actor. He was saying that he was going to uh, not eat for the entire day just to seem like he was uh, on edge, which I said was a bad idea, and I told him not to do that. Because we shot shorts before where Daniel doesn't eat, and he had to stop in mid-shoot to cook something. I remember that. Yeah, because I get very irritable. Anyway, so um, besides that, the first episode, um, I have been saying it's kind of like a prologue, or it's a foreword to a book. Not absolutely necessary to watch it, But uh, it kind of helps if you watch it later on. And I say it's a
1: teaser. That's my way. We just set it all up with that. Mm -hmm. I just remember it being like, it's it's an epilogue to
2: uh, a prologue. 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 Sorry about that.
0: It's it's a prologue. It's an epilogue. That was it, folks. That was the last episode. Yeah,
1: we're only filming one today. And it's only eight minutes long. Whole uh-huh. series. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely different
0: from what the others are going to be like. It's That's, like the Gunslinger in comparison to the rest of the Dark Tower books.
1: And if anyone of you don't know this, Brandon's a big Stephen King nerd, so whenever he mentions Stephen King, most of, like Joe and me, we're not going to know what the hell mm-hmm. he's talking Absolutely about. Absolutely not. I don't read. Thank you, sigh.: No, no. I I re- I re- I, re- I, re- I read uh I read magazines. I go online. Yeah, me, too. I go online. Brandon's a big reader in our group.
0: Oh, here's something else I wanted to talk about, actually, the artwork for In Between, because people have been asking me about that a little bit. Um, people are confused as to artwork. Uh, the logo that you see so much of is done by my friend Adam Ellis. Who a lot lives. of people
1: thought I did it, too, which is the funny thing. No,
0: definitely not. Definitely not Doesn't me. Doesn't have the artistic ability for that. It's uh-huh, the, uh-huh. What I'm talking about is the logo <laughs> of the man kind of wearing a shirt, kind of not wearing a shirt, with a book open, and there's blood everywhere. No one really knows what that's about. I do, and I don't think even most of the actors really know. Oh, I know what it's Daniel about. Daniel knows, and I think maybe a few other people know. I kind of know. Joe kind of knows. It's a plot point that will come to come to pass later. So it's not, I mean, it does look really good, and that character, oh, well, you'll find out
1: in time, but there is... I can tell you, that's not me in the drawing. It's not Daniel It's not Christian. Mm-mm. I think it's somebody Mm-mm. else. It does
0: look a lot like the artist, though, Adam Ellis. In fact, I think he uh, modeled the character after himself. But
1: luckily, he looks like the character that... No. Shh, shh, shh. Never mind. I won't say anything. It could be a new character introduced, and no one knows about. Uh oh. Um, but let's it's not. It's not.
0: Today is uh April 17th. 17th. Well, actually, it's April eighteenth at one thirty. after right a day after Joseph's birthday. It's April eighteenth, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's actually my grandpa's yeah, it's, birthday. It's one. I was supposed to be
2: born on this day, actually.
0: That's right. It's your mom's. So anyway, I um, had to get out of that womb. Mm, and had to. And, Uh, I worked on the script for episode five,
1: if you're keeping score at home. And I worked at Starbucks today. It was very exciting. Well that's not that's besides the point. I was Kabuki and I had Saki. Ooh.
0: So we're about we're about um
1: script wise we're about five episodes into this beast. No, let's lie. We're we're almost
0: completely done writing the series. Well, I'm what I know, I'm a lot further along than any of the audience members know. So what you have seen is nothing compared to what I know. If you could see inside of
1: my mind if you could get past all the yeah, if disgusting Yeah, we could just film in point, your brain. It'd be. So basically, it'd be he's like every other writer that he knows the script before anyone's actually seen it. And I'm kind of bragging. He's kind of bragging. And, uh, yeah, I think actually our next series we're going to do is going to be Inside of My Brain. It should be. It's going to be like being John Malcolm. There'd be a lot of very buff, shirtless men Uh huh. in that series yeah. that we'd be filming. Which isn't that bad, actually. No, we're as long as they're oiled up. As long as they're oiled up, I'll be based. okay with it. Okay, this is weird how a joke you've made
0: about my homosexuality, which isn't real. It's now become... Apparent. apparent Daniel's apparent homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good transition. Anyway, so, um yeah, we, I'm a lot further ahead in the script, so I kind of know where things are going. It's going in a crazy, wacky direction. For you at home, you probably don't even know most of the characters Um, depending on when you're listening well, well, to this. No, the first no first episode they, they only perhaps. know two episodes. Well, two well depending, two on when, depending on when we publish this thing. We might not if ever See If you check out the
1: website, it. www.inbetweenseries.com... Then you'll know more of the characters.
0: Yeah, there's, there's definitely Plug. a whole
1: bunch of more characters coming out. In fact,
0: as we speak now, we're getting offers from actors to be in it. So we're trying to figure out who Schedule who's going to play who. And I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. involved in this thing. It's pretty it's pretty hardcore so far. Let's talk about. Let's talk um, about the music. The music, okay.
1: Yay, music. Um, well, I will talk about Strix Vega then. Okay. Uh, Strix Vega, awesome band. Like I know Joe and myself and a few of our friends have. Uh, well, Brian, our business manager, have seen them several times in concert. A bunch of great guys, and I was really happy that they agreed to uh, uh, donate their music to our series. And I know that uh, that they're just really passionate guys about their stuff. So I'm really happy that they're joining us and showing a passion for our project too.
0: True. Uh, I first met the guys in Strix Vega. I was doing a, a premiere for one of for uh, this film I did Decay, and it was in my backyard. And they, uh, two, no, I think all, all three of, them, of them, all, all three. of them were there. And my brother introduced them as Colin, a band. Colin,
1: Brian, and Andy.
0: Of course, I hadn't seen them because I'm not 21, so I usually wasn't able to go to the bars. But, um, I had heard great things about them. And then later what happened was I was on Garage band trying to create music for the series when I was going to have to make it all on my own, more or less. And Daniel said, you know, that kind of sounds like Strix Vega. And I said, you know, because I had listened to some of their stuff. I said, I, their type of music is kind of what I dig for the, for the series. And so, then so what happened
1: next? Then, Daniel right?
0: recommended that we get a hold of them. So I, I sent them a message. They responded, and after that,
1: now it, that's not one hundred percent one hundred percent completely true because it was actually me that got in contact. Well, with the him. first
0: time, but then I actually. Spoke with them yeah, and like I
1: put I pushed Brandon. I said Brandon, you. Yeah, go talk I already the said that. I said that you said that. I think you're a dirty liar.
0: And then also the other music is the music of Rob Goki. I pray I'm pronouncing it correctly. Who is um, creating brand new original scores and uh, cues for the for the series. And Let me
1: say Rob is a complete professional. Yeah, he's yeah, a really the guy's cool guy. awesome.
0: Yeah, he's a very cool guy and he's uh, definitely got some interesting ideas. And uh, so far he's been really easy to work with and been like extremely generous. With his time and uh, his dedication to it. And what he's produced so far is really, really good. In fact, we're just trying to find the right places to utilize it best. So it's definitely going to be good. The music throughout is going to be really cool. And yeah. um, there I might mean, be a few other artists along the way that pop up. We're uh, almost undeserving of the talent we got for our music. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. We're definitely. Strix Vega, Rob
1: Goki. Rock on.
0: We treat them pretty poorly, actually. We don't pay anyway. That's the other thing. If anyone asks, no one's getting paid for this. So, Not yet, anyway. If you dislike the series, it's because no one's getting paid. And if you like it, guess what? No one got paid and they were that good. That's so, right. This is, yeah, right.
1: is, like, a very, very low-budget very low budget project right here. Joe, you
0: want to talk about kind of the camera we're using, some techniques you've been using, perhaps? Some ideas you've had for the look of the series? We kind of had a few ideas at the get-out, get like the... The get-go. The um, get-go. The get-out. The get-go. Uh, yeah, um... We're using,
2: um, an XL2, uh, Canon, uh, camera. It's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a really good camera to use. Um, uh, it's, uh, I don't know what else to say. It's, well, you... it's really cool, uh, the two lenses that they have, there's a wide-angle lens, and then there's just the regular lens that goes to it that I've been using. Um, and, uh, it looks, it looks a little bit different from anything that, I don't know. We've we've ever shot. Yeah, I mean,
1: before. it makes it makes the professionalism of our 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 series look so much better than better, the short yeah. films we've done in the past. Yeah, and an
0: idea that I had uh, that Joe and I had at
1: the very beginning of the series. Well, originally they actually just wanted it to be uh, me me and. Um, David making out the whole time.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. But
1: I wasn't for that. Not, not that I was against it, but I didn't think it really added to the characters much. David was into it. Was well, good. David was kind of into it. I mean, is it, I, well, I'm, the rehearsal really is one well.
2: Is it just still okay to use, like, broke back references? Mm. Or, like, is that, since it's been, like, a year,
0: you have to try and find, like, a different well, movie that has reference like, Sanjaya. Uh, Sanjaya. Everything has to be Sanjaya references. Uh, Just the so reference I, guess, the I guess that everything would be mm, like a little yeah. bit if uh, Sanjaya If Sanjaya and Don Imus uh, fucked, then that, the end result would be in between. Uh, in between. Yeah. That would be awkward. Don and is... Neil. Okay, for a moment, picture Don Imus and Sanjaya Malachar naked. Rubbing each other. Rubbing each other. With Grease. Well, first
1: off, he's 17, but, so that's illegal. But he's 17? Yeah, He's 17. Obviously, he's got the yeah. voice of a 12-year-old. Yeah, it's awful. It's and amazing. no one wants to see
0: Don Imus naked.
1: Well, I don't know. There's a few people. Yeah, there, there are some fanboys. I'm sure, I'm I'm sure Don really Imus' wife actually. likes to see him naked. That's and I'm true. sure Sam I don't think
2: so. I think, I think if uh, Imus' uh, wife wants to see him naked, she hardly sees him naked. I get the idea that, that the you know, like, when, you know
0: when, like, when you wake up in the morning and you have the crusties in your eyes? Uh-huh. I think Don Imus's body is composed of just that material. Well, I think he definitely sleepers? always has the. I, I, I've <laughs> heard <laughs> <of> them as <laughs> sleepers.
1: I've heard of them as like Sandman. sandman. You know, I, you know, I, sand, yeah, I like, always thought it was the Sandman. He just dropped it in my hit.
0: eyes tonight. I heard cat
1: kit. It's really it's disgusting really. more than anything else. Yeah. And
0: I haven't had him in a
1: while. Actually, I don't. I think it's caused by. Well, him. Brandon hasn't been sleeping lately. I'm not. He's I'm trying to get into the characters the for the
0: script. Anyway,
1: getting back to so, the topic yeah, the that tangent, we were talking about. Joe and I decided at
0: the beginning of the series, what there's a look we kind of wanted to. It was that it's kind of a fly-on-the-wall documentary type feel. Like the idea I had is that every scene you're watching, the audience is actually like there. They're in the room, but they're not invited. So it's conversations and situations that you're not really supposed to be able to see. These are very personal situations. And so the feel of it kind of has to be as if you're hiding away behind furniture, or behind a wall, and kind of spying on these
1: people. Let me make a point about that, though. I was talking to Brian. Brian Millett, our business manager over in New York, shout out, shout out. Um, I was talking about that, and when I first told him the idea of like the fly-on-the-wall kind of thing, he thought that meant one of those lingering bullshit art films that like a lot of art students are like, oh, yeah, it's like documentary fly-on-the-wall no, style no, no, no. where it just kind of lingers forever. I've, and I've had the same the conversation with really him, actually. Su- yeah, yeah, really sucks. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's not what we mean. It's just, it's kind of like that voyeuristic kind of look No, it was it. kind of,
0: it's not like, we're not trying to be very over-the-top artsy looking at all. No, the totally. fact we're trying to if, be the opposite. Well, we want to be as if you were standing. Like, yeah. a, a note I was making to Joe is that we do some shots that it's one person's face and then you pan over somebody else and then you pan back. And that's as if you were to, if you were to be standing next to somebody, you'd be turning your head in one direction and yes. then the other. If, if you if wouldn't you be doing say, elaborate if, cuts and angles. And, and we have that, but... There, there are all those he,
2: moments. And I think that's that's one thing where it's like, there, there are those moments of um, the fly on the wall shots, right, but yeah. it's few and far between. It's, it's just that we, we do that where, um, you know, it, it, from, from, where it's handheld and it, it, it pans and stuff, and, and that's where the fly on the wall kind of comes right, into play. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Other than that, there are moments where, um, it cuts to that and it actually goes to sort of a, a static shot, if mm-hmm. you will, where yeah. it's with the characters and then the audience perspective kind of comes in too as well. I mean, something that well, we so, definitely are doing Something purposely. I
1: noticed was uh, one of Brandon's favorite shows, if not his favorite show, no, definitely my favorite is genre. The Shield. And uh, if you kind of look at that, you can see some similarities in the camera work and all that
0: I hope so I mean we just you get influenced by what you like so it's I mean we definitely have a an idea when we're filming these things we're not just kind of going on, on the fly yeah, I mean, it's I mean not like we kind of we do kind of go there and film what we think looks best, but we always have this idea in the back of our mind of how we want this whole series to look and feel and then the same goes for the dialogue and the acting with the actors they mm-hmm. they have the same idea of um all these characters kind of what they're sacrificing or whatnot, or just kind of where they're coming from. So I think it kind of helps. Can,
1: can I go off on a tangent really quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching a commercial right now about abovetheinfluence.com. Those like drawings, and I just wanted to say I think everyone should see those because they're hilarious. Yeah. And they're against smoking pot, but they make you want to smoke more pot. And I just wanted to go on that. It's on the TV right now, so I just thought I should mention that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Definitely a good point.
2: I, I do want to say, though, that, um, because, uh, I about The Shield, um, uh, I I haven't really been a fan. I I never really watched the the show at all until, uh, <laughs> living with, uh, the brothers, Marcus. <laughs> and, um, but, uh, there was a moment where, uh, in episode one where, when we were staging, um, the, the blocking for a couple of the scenes, there was a the moment, yeah, on the balcony, yeah. there, there was a moment where Brandon was like, um... For for this shot, I just want you to keep like uh just handheld, just move from uh from uh from David's character to Daniel's character, and and just keep flowing like that. And and I was like, that's I guess that's kind of interesting. I don't know, like we'll we'll see what happens, like once we're done with the shot and and stuff. But I was a little apprehensive at the at the moment, and uh, I I still thought like at in the editing process, like, there, there's no way you're going to use that shot. It's 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 a throwaway shot. It's an, it's an alternate shot to, um, just all the other scenes that we blocked out. But, um, once we were done with the shot, and then once, uh, we started, the, the, um, uh, Brandon started editing it, um, the new season of, uh, The Shield came out, and, uh, we, we were all watching it, and there was a moment where, uh, that actually happened, where, uh, the, the camera kept panning, and it wasn't just like, uh you know, pan left, pan right. It was like the camera guy was actually just moving, you know, from one angle to the next. And uh and so you saw the movement, and you saw this just this shaky, the this shaky moment. And I was like, okay, so that kind of works. So then I, I, I definitely did look at Brandon and was like, well, I, I guess that shot actually does work. And, and, and part of it is actually used in episode one. Yeah. So
1: Sean Ryan... You're a genius. Yeah, that's... Runs. Well, not just
0: him, but everybody that
2: runs yeah, the show. Well, that yeah, Good for him for creating it,
1: though. Exactly,
2: and I actually love... I, I love the way that
0: they that, shoot that show. Well, another thing I like about it is that um, it's kind of got a similar... Like, they're doing a similar thing that we're doing, or actually, well, we're, we're doing, doing a similar, similar thing, thing that they're, they're doing, doing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't want to... No, nowhere in the world that we're doing anything at the same level as them, but... Uh, it's like, it's as if we're, you're a war photographer, or you're filming something that you've been, you know, called on to, like you're a newsman or whatever. Obviously, sometimes, sometimes the focus gets a little screwy, or, you know, the lighting's not 100% perfect, or you have to catch up with the character. I think that's kind of cool, and I think we'll be doing that as the series progresses. Yeah, you'll see it a lot more. The stakes get uh, raised. Uh, you when get we move of, out of the apartment, right. especially. I don't,
2: I don't want <laughs> to, like, sound all film student but but... Um, that's kind of what uh, William Friedkin did with uh, the the uh, first uh, French Connection. Oh yeah, the French Connection. Um, there's a there are a couple of moments in there where like um, if if you watch it, if you watch a documentary called uh, De- Dec- "Decade Under the Influence," um, a it's great it's amazing. It's it's a great great documentary. It's a, it's fucking cool. Just talking to all these directors that made movies during the '70s, and uh and when he was uh doing. Uh, French Connection. There's a moment in, I guess, in a bar scene, and he was talking to the, the DP, and there's so many people that are, that are in this bar, and he, the direction he gave the DP was is, whatever happens, you just shoot whatever. Um, the action could happen at any moment, just find it, and and so it was up to the DP just figure out like what was gonna go on within that scene. So it kind of got that it had that weird sort of fluidness um with within the within the scene that uh something happens and then just out of nowhere the the camera's just gonna just pan somewhere yeah. just to try and find the action and uh i think I think in that way that we we kind of took that and we're keeping you know with with that uh with that feel. That's... But
0: that's not going to be, the, I mean, there's going to be definitely different feels. It's, yeah, there's if definitely got to you got to figure but... out which, for each scene what you kind of want to go with. Yeah. Not every scene has to be. A, some of the scenes are very, um, with uh when Neil's entering the apartment and walking through the hallways to kind of Shows how empty and dark and kind of dreary looking the hallways are, and there's very not a lot of movement going room. on yeah. there necessarily besides him. Mm-hmm. And then the apartment, kind of the same thing. And well, out the, on the apartment's balcony,
1: got like a real claustrophobic feel to it. though. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's
0: kind of yeah. And then out as, on the as balcony,
1: opposed to the the um the, the hallways, just the the f- like first long. time we
2: actually shot, uh, it was it was completely dark. But the yeah. the second yeah. time we shot, it it was, it a, was lit up much more of, of a warmer. Yeah. feel. and then the
0: balcony is kind of you you feel very uh, enclosed <clears> and. um... That whole idea of just being of spying on these characters. So that's kind of where we're going with um, the look of it. Besides that, let's see what else there let's is. Let's talk about
1: our actors for a bit. Okay, let's talk one. about the actors.
0: Uh, if you, if, depending on when this podcast comes out, you might not, you might have only seen two of the actors, uh, David Pintado and Daniel Scott Marcus, and um, each of them will have pretty substantial parts. Although it's actually turned out to be somewhat of an ensemble piece, uh, the entire series. Upcoming episodes, you're going to meet um, different actors. Brandon Parrish and uh, Dana
1: Corrigan. But we're not going to give away who they play. We won't
0: fully give away who they play or what their amazing. character's are going to be like. Yeah, they're pretty uh-huh. amazing
1: actors. J. Michael Trotman. J. Michael Trotman. You'll meet him in a few He's episodes. He's, He's a terrific actor. King of
0: improv right there. He, as you'll see. As we'll explain in later podcasts, but uh, he does a terrific job. And there's definitely there's a whole bunch of people that are going to be in and out of it. In fact, one of our better friends who... Um, has agreed to be in it from the get go, it's not even gonna show up towards the
1: ending, actually. We won't tell you who he plays. But he'll do a fiery but, uh, redhead job.
2: Daniel and I graduated with
1: him. We did. And, and I'm not name. gonna lie to you, we've seen him naked on right. one deadly occasion. I don't even want to. And talk his to nickname me. is Firecrotch. Yeah, Firecrotch. Let you think about that for a bit. He has bit. hair like um a wilder beast. It's a little frightening. I, I would say
0: hexagonal. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bunch of actors coming in and there's actually parts that we have written that our actresses are great too in. our actresses are really great yeah let's great talk too. about the actresses yeah. so far well we, so we got we got billy billy is who gonna... plays kate but you haven't seen her yet no well, you don't depending. even know who kate is um yeah. vanessa is also in this yes vanessa uh she'll be playing an important character um and then there's a few other ones later on down the road which we won't megan Megan well, mention Ma- yeah right now we won't tell you who she plays um then. but There's definitely, there's not like I don't want you guys to get the idea that there's gonna be a huge amount of twists and turns in it. I mean, it's gonna be more, it's gonna be linear, but there's gonna be a few interesting character choices. That's what I'll say. There's no big plot twists. You're not gonna find out that somebody's dead, like a ghost or whatever. But um.
1: Really? I thought
2: Christian was dead. No, definitely not a (laughs) ghost. Damn it! It's all a dream. It's all, it's (laughs) It's all all one big dream, guys. But you'll definitely. The the characters
0: are gonna make some interesting choices and from those choices you're going to the story's going to progress and i'm boring myself just talking about it actually but let's talk about what i was thinking was the um the first line of the first episode is what word fuck and that came to be because i um, was i wanted swearing it's kind of a send-off to my brother because he was when i started writing the series he said is there gonna be cussing in it and at first I said, probably not that much, because I, I don't really write a whole bunch of cussing, because, I don't know. Can it I never... tell you
1: why I wanted cussing, though? Yeah, I do. Okay. okay. We've had so many short films that uh, our little production company has made, and we've never had any swearing. Yeah, but the most one... of it's been dialogue, well, and dialogue-free. dialogue Yeah, well, yeah. still, even on our first, our short film that we did, Decay, I swore on purpose to try to get it into the film. Cause and like, I cut it and he cut my words not one not swear. because it was
0: a swear word just because no, it, just didn't it didn't flow very well and there's probably And
1: I thought part. since we're in this reality of a situation supposedly we, the, the characters if it's in real life they would swear and so I really pushed Brandon I was like <laughs> we got to put some swearing in there and now he, now if we really really wanted all my dreams and hopes to come to fruition there would have been a lot of nudity you know but I was thinking Sally about. Sadly, Brandon would not let me pull down my pants.
0: Anyway, so the the first line, Daniel was like, "just just put some cussing in." There. I'm like, "oh, whatever." And I'm writing, I'm like, "god damn it, Daniel!" So I just wrote, "fuck." It's the first line, and um, actually, it worked pretty well. But, it's
1: actually in the episode twice, which makes me really happy. Yeah,
0: it would definitely be rated PG-13. No,
1: almost, two almost fucks. Two fucks. it was three. Uh, three fucks. Yeah, three fucks. Uh, if, if it doesn't mean procreation, yeah, that's if you're real. not talking about. Yeah, sex. that's film nerd talk, right? there.
2: However, if somebody actually uh. uh they're trying to pass this law, and they've been trying to pass this law for a long time. If uh, if somebody's uh, smoking in a scene, that automatically, like, gives it an
0: R. Yeah, well, so, guess what? Fuck that. Yeah. Damn, you just gave us an R rating. Yeah. Oh my god,
1: damn it. That's it's, right. This I'm putting in low,
0: mature, I'm, I'm making damn. sure it's, it's explicit. <coughs> well, so if we're already
1: know. doing that, you know what I'm going to say? Fuck. Penis, uh, vagina, uh, semen, clitoris. intercourse, clitoris. This That's is really right.
0: falling apart. No, it's fun, less, though. 20, it's good. It's good. I think we were talking about something somewhat importance fuck
1: that's what we we're talking about okay, the so word weird. fuck
0: right anyway so uh yeah the cussing there won't be a whole bunch don't I? well i mean there's some there, depending on the character i'm not gonna have them be i like, might
1: just improvise it just so i can swear even more
0: it's not like cussing non-stop because i do agree with some people that a lot a lot of cussing we is kind of ho- we were
1: hoping to pull a deadwood mm-hmm. but i really <laughs> don't think i saying cock motherfucker fucking cock sucker but here's really here's work. the thing
0: like um it's just, this series, for the characters, it does kind of fit a lot of them. But in upcoming work that I'm going to do, it's not going to be, like, a whole bunch of cuss words all the time. And it's not because I'm approved. I cuss in real life. Mm-hmm. But it's just
1: kind of like, you know, sometimes, um... Sometimes it's just... I just don't I do it. I, I, I know uh, our our father doesn't care for the swearing. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know that. But I, I do shit. Yeah, guess what? Fuck that.
2: And Brandon's not mammoth, so... Um, <laughs> no, no, not, definitely not.
1: <laughs> yeah, where's where's your extreme dialogue about sex? <laughs> uh-huh. Come Although, on.
0: maybe uh, what I should do for every episode... Oh, by the way,
1: there's not going to be any sex in this. No, there's I'm, definitely not going to be any to sex. I hate to disappoint. There's no... But we don't know any actresses that would take their clothes off. Well, so. it could be actors, too. Well, I'm more than willing to take my clothes off. No, no, no. I just don't know if you guys are more than willing to watch it. We do have all
0: that footage of you and David it if, if I'm it willing out. to shoot it, I
1: don't
0: know. I'm willing to shoot it. It's just going to take a lot a of wink. alcohol. Yeah, there's not nice too stuff. much, depending on who the actor is. You and David, tell me right now, if somebody held a gun to your head, would you have sex with David Pintado?
1: No. no, I would not. Oh. Well,
0: If someone held a gun to your head and said you would die.
1: Well, are you di- well wait. Well, no, that's me. Um, if I was going to die, you and I have girlfriends. Well, no. me and David yeah, are well, pretty good taking. friends, so I would have to talk to David about it beforehand. No, you can't talk. So, to him mm-hmm. Guns to your head. Well, David, just so you know, if I was going to wait, reenact the
2: scene from Shield, the Shield, the the, the well, yeah, yeah I mean, that seriously, I do I have that to? Am oh, I giving David nice head? head? Is that a yeah. bit? Is
1: that no, is it He's well. Here's the thing: who's who's giving, who's receiving? I don't want to know. It just here's what has to happen. David, no offense, but I mean, on a regular basis, no, I would not sleep with you. I wouldn't sleep with any okay, men. But, but David's a gorgeous good, guy, though. David is a good good-looking looking guy. man. He's yeah, definitely guy. a good-looking, he's a good-looking pintado. Yeah, he's a great pintado. So, um, but, I mean, I mean yeah. if I had a gun to my head, yeah, probably though. yes, I would. Okay. So, That's but what good. about you, Brennan? Um, gun to my head?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah the answer's always yes. It's, if someone's going to kill you, I'm 20 years old, and all you have to do is have sex with a friend. I'd, I'd have to say yes. And I have a girlfriend, so I'm completely straight. Content I, with your girlfriend. Too, absolutely. And, and right. I wouldn't be happy about it. But, I mean, I would rather not die. So, yes, I would have sex with a guy if someone was going to kill me.
1: I don't see what the big deal is. I don't Joe. know what situation we'd be in if someone would be like, <laughs> you fuck your friend right now. And, and, then then you, and, and, and it's David. It's what? David? Yeah, David, yeah, yeah, David's David stop David's been told or else you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, you know. David probably loves us talking about having sex with him, too. Well, we didn't get the third answer, Joe.
2: Um, I don't, well, I mean, like, uh, my first, like, my first reaction to something like that, I would, I would plead the fifth, you know? There's um, no pleading
0: the fifth on this. Let's do Cody Junker's said, answer, Cody in Junker's which Junker. I would fight the gun out of the man's hand.
1: <laughs> I would... And then I would break his neck with, with my, one With hand. my Kenpo, um, my,
2: my Kenpo qualities, <laughs> I would, uh, I would scissor kick him in the face <laughs> and, and then, like, retract the gun on him. <laughs> Or and then I would say, guy like,
1: screaming, motherfucker!" <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Until it goes quick. Or like I grab, I grab the uh, the barrel of the gun and like I do like
1: a gently move. From, and then you twist um, it around,
0: so it's like a, it's like some sort of. But did weird you ever
1: notice when yeah. Cody tried to practice those things on us? It rarely worked. Well, here's what I remember. Because you Cody had to too. go at him at slow. Slow. He yeah, always you had he'd be like, Go yeah. at me in slow motion yeah, be yeah. like, well, that's not of course really. you
0: can stop me when I have a fake gun in slow motion. Yeah. I or can even a
2: knife, for that matter, when you think about it. Yeah, like, you wouldn't move even move have slightest knives. Okay, would, like, a slightest hold knife. Okay, if there's any
0: crazy, like, karate Five, masters... I'll just
2: say this. Yeah. If okay. Someone yeah. held a gun okay, to my so it's head.
0: unanimous vote. We'd yeah. all have sex with yeah, David at guess the what? same By the were, way, I'm a homophobe if you yeah, say no to was, that. Yeah, he question.
2: was amazing looking. Look at,
0: look, David looked really good on Joe's birthday. You guys <laughs> out there,
1: we went out to dinner. <laughs> I looked <laughs> all right. I had yeah, a black guess what shirt you in the guys, guys yeah guys yeah, yeah my
2: black shirt, my tie, but
1: and I mean I didn't even get to go to dinner, guys. I didn't even get the chance to look good or see any of you guys either. But David
0: looked David looked pretty good. I'm gonna admit he had he had a coat on, dressed all in black with a black tie
1: too. Black hair, black
0: eyes, black heart. That's
1: a big thumbs up, David. Yeah, so, I know you're listening to this too.
0: Um, but we were speaking about Cody and I was gonna say to all the crazy karate masters of Northern California <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you five dollars <laughs> if you run at Cody at full speed with a fake gun or a fake knife <laughs> and see if he can
1: resist you. And try to tear off
0: his shirt in the process too. If his a green shirt it's not his and he needs to give it back to its rightful <laughs> owner.
1: I do you have know? to say
2: that there was there was a moment where um where I mean uh like I, I asked Cody, I was like, dude, um uh Show me a Kempo move, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was a moment... We were both standing, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just... It was us facing each other. Mm-hmm. And there was a... Fucking, there was a moment of silence. Uh, and, and there was just this gap <laughs> of just, like, suspense going on. And then he did this, like, K.I. thing. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's the only movie he Scared got the you. shit out of me. And it was just like... I was like, oh my god. Yeah, like I'm so glad thing. I wasn't, if you like, asking...
1: Wanted... Or, like, like forcing him to he, give me his money or something. Ever. If you're in Humboldt, and you know who Cody is... Or you need to find Cody Jungers. If you ever want to be scared go to, to your wit's end, go to the shanty. Ask for Cody Jungers. because He'll, be He'll, He'll be, be there. He'll be there. He'll be there, guaranteed. Ask him to pull a ki eye on you, because it's it the scariest you. shit in the world. I'm pretty sure... But you'll laugh at the same time.
0: I'm pretty sure Cody's... The, the strength he has with the ki eye is frightening enough to kill a small child. Yeah, he's, it, he it, gets it, this look in his eye that's like, it'll break your crawl. neck. He's, he's a strong guy to begin with. I wouldn't want to mess around with Oh, and uh,
1: yeah. the key eye, just like well, he's got <laughs> a lot of muscle in his forearms, though. <laughs> his right from, forearm, from, yeah, from his right forearm, raking arm. a lot of exercises.
2: I gotta say this, though, Brandon. Um, is there anybody that's in uh, in between that is kind of a reference to
0: Cody, Cody? or anyone else? No, not that, that I that, not that I know of. Good. Um, Although Cody Neil's, was
1: referenced in Decay, though. in Decay, he was. He was, he
0: was. In, Neil's character is based off of, yeah. I What I do is I take people's uh, like shit. Um, like aspects of their personality, so Neil, I guess, more or less, would be based on me. How about Christian? Christian, I don't know. I haven't really figured him out. Semi Daniel, but man, nah, not so much. Actually, no, nah, I don't. Th-
1: I, I, I'd probably just If my girlfriend was killed, I would probably just go and cry and then masturbate.
0: Yeah, well, you might have just given away a plot point by this well, chance going Fox get, News. And well, just no, tell they definitely wouldn't. But the, the point out. is that uh, well, with Decay, I took negative aspects from a whole bunch of people. Not like anyone specifically, but I just like would go, oh, you know, that's a bad
1: part of your personality. Yeah, Henry would,
0: just... would leave his friends to die. Well, no, Henry was playing like the aspect of certain people. like they're, they're Henry, people. if you're
1: listening to this, would you leave people to die? Your friends, that is?
0: I think Henry and I had a long discussion about this, actually. Now, Henry and I have had many long discussions, first of all, but this might have been one of them, about what you would do in a zombie outbreak. <laughs> and uh, you know
1: what? Come to think about, I don't think Henry would leave us to die in a zombie no, I don't outbreak. Think so. I think no. Henry would be pretty.
0: I think most of our friends would be pretty loyal. I
1: think actually Cody might leave us in a zombie. No, outbreak. No, I don't though. think so. No, I think I think Cody would. Actually, I would, like, I would save want us Cody all. on my side. Yeah. Hmm. Um, who who would who would leave us in a zombie outbreak? Honestly, like I when, would.
2: There there was a uh, uh. There was a moment where uh. It was Erica, myself, and and, and Cody, when we were in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were gonna go to the uh, Apecon convention, and uh, it didn't really happen. But we were wandering around, and as the sun started setting, we were kind of in a where, uh, we were in an Dirty we were in an area out. of San Francisco that was just kind of kind of a, a bit strange, where so people just kind of started came you know coming out of the woodwork and stuff, and um, and uh, I I kind of uh, thought to myself, you know, what? it's. It's probably a good thing that I actually have Cody around, um, <laughs> just because uh, he he's kind of our secret uh, secret weapon. Because if Cody wasn't there at that point, you would have uh, no KI to back you up. No KI to back me up, and then it's also uh, it's it's myself uh, trying to fight and and fend for Erica. And yeah, so that's uh, no
0: good. When, like if I were to be attacked you know. by some crazy homeless guy on the street, I would either you know. Throw a few punches, and if that wasn't working, I I did it because I'm it. pretty fast. I I really if you're book. with but Cody, though, it, but if you're with a girl, if you're with like a girlfriend or somebody you're trying to defend, then it's like you gotta you gotta defend for two.
1: I mean, she can defend herself, but I mean, even still, you can't just run away. Cause but you if can. you're with Cody. He'd fight the guy and then take the homeless crazy guy's shirt.
0: Yeah, he would. <laughs> he would. If anyone's wondering what we're talking about with ho- Cody taking a homeless guy's shirt, just ask. Him
1: happened him on his MySpace or send him an email. I mean, it might just have happened that Cody might have found a homeless guy's shirt on the street and took it home and put it into his Some daily peop- wardrobe. Some
0: people call it thrift shopping. Some people call it thievery. Um, just another Some day in a life. Some people call it an opportunity. Yeah, uh-huh, opportunity right. knocks. Exactly. That's what I have to say. Um. So let's see. if, if there's There's probably not much we need to talk about for episode one. With these podcasts, I don't think they're really going to have much of a schedule. We're just going to kind of do them whenever we want. we're just
1: kind of fucking around late at night drinking beer. So Uh, it's going to be more or less just like whenever
0: whenever we want. So you don't have to expect one a week or two a week. You you don't really need to But if you want more, just give us some
1: messages. This first one
0: was just an experiment, so you might think it's terrible. You might not even listen to this. If you haven't listened to this, then uh, shove off. Questions,
1: comments... Uh, yeah. What do you guys think of the series? Why don't you guys send us messages about what you guys think of the episode?
0: Yeah, we've got a lot of positive the, the comment I've gotten the most is very good. I'm very interested to see what happens next, which is better than people saying eh. So definitely wait if you we had any is?
1: We've gotten a few is. Like who? Eh, I'm not gonna Let's name. name them out online. Let's not name names. Let's name them out I'm online. We're not gonna name names. Oh, I think we should.
0: I I can't think of many is to be honest with you. I've had people that've had their you know, a few people that have had a few complaints, but nothing hardcore. But if you do have some complaints, guess what? Come talk to us. Cuz well, we got yeah, Cody on our back. And we won't we won't say your name on a podcast cuz any criticism is good. Unless
1: criticism. you really really don't like it and then we will say your name on a podcast. And if you have
0: any questions for us or something, we'll we'll read them and we'll answer them. <laughs> Yeah, we'll try
2: to answer What we, we should do is do like toll-free like, numbers. Yeah, as call as well. in
0: or, to um, 1-800-IN-BETWEEN.COM. In-BETWEEN.COM? Um. <laughs> in-between. <laughs> That's not even
1: the name of the ser- our website either. Uh, which is InBetweenSeries.com. So I hope you guys all like it because that was It's one 800 in between That's the other thing. Whoever's
0: account. listening to this, you need to be advertising as much as we are. Because in a way, if you're from Humboldt County, uh, then this is a part of you so you can't get away from it. If you're from Northern, or uh, North, North Hollywood or anywhere, like any of the people we know down here, then you're probably in it, first of all. So take that. Or just, just advertise it and say, hey, these guys I know are doing this, and uh, they're always looking for help. We're you know? growing by word of mouth, people. Actually, we really are, because we haven't done much. We haven't been like you know, doing anything else besides telling people who have been telling people. and We've gotten a, a number of views, so so far something's working. Uh, yes. but it's only going to get bigger. So we're, just, we're
1: trying to get it out to the big men, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's absolutely right. and women that run run Hollywood.
0: So um that's about it uh for any sh- any last thoughts month? though that um, we have Spider-Man any other things 3. we need to
1: talk Yeah, tomorrow uh, by the way we're going to I s- don't know if we're actually supposed to like um Oh, say never mind. But it. I heard Spider-Man 3 is going to be showing tomorrow and it's going to be awesome. And uh I heard that uh, I I accidentally like well, it was a
2: happy accident walked in. I heard Joseph Gardner might have gotten tickets to it. Yeah, I but might not
1: have. But we're not going to review it or give anything away about it. We're not going to voice anything or anything like that. Yeah, we wouldn't see uh, it. Yeah. The only movie
0: right. I'm watching tomorrow night is, um... You know, I should have done... I Batman should've... and Robin. <coughs> Batman and Robin. So, if Batman and Robin's any good, I'll let you guys... I should have you know. picked up uh, Spider-Man like 2.1 or whatever that was. Oh, the DVD. Yeah, I
2: was... Uh, I was yeah, so we're so definitely
0: definitely going on a tangent here that, that the viewers don't need to listen to. So, um... <laughs> maybe they like maybe spider-man maybe they do maybe they like spider-man more than in between. Like,
2: comment about spider-man as maybe well. we'll
0: put that as one of the tags and everybody will listen to this and find out that we talk about spider-man in the last like minute of the podcast
2: that's that's actually perfect actually Excellent. It, like- so this
0: uh, this was uh, spider-man podcast volume one <laughs> <laughs> signing off for the evening and we uh, like Look- we said let us know what you think give us some questions and we'll speak with you all.
1: Let's give our names one more time, just Uh, for our own arrogance' sake. I'm Brandon uh, Maruvis here on the right. I'm uh, DS Marcus.
0: Sam Ramey, totally on the left. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks everybody for listening. We'll speak with you soon. Later. Godspeed.